0: I'm in my living room, and I'm sitting next to my wife, Christy.
1: Last year, we woke up and... The phone rang,
0: and it was from St. Mary's Hospital.
1: Yeah, St. Mary's.
0: St. Mary's Hospital. There was a man on the other line. He said his, his name was Michael. He didn't, I asked him if he was a doctor. He said no, but he said that my brother was at the hospital, my younger brother, Samer, and that he was in a dire situation, and that we should come down.
1: And Samer had just gone through, in November, had gone through um, surgery on his heart. He got three heart valves replaced because yeah. he had an infection from his drug use, his many years of drug use.
0: So we get to the hospital it was very casually. We walk in. I go up to the receptionist and I said, "Yeah, you know, I'm here to see my brother," and then a female police officer came up to us and she said uh you know can you come with me please and they didn't take us we didn't go we went to another so went it wasn't, to the, left it wasn't side. the
1: icu it was a different area of the we hospital. walked into
0: a different area which was i immediately thought that he was in some trouble with the law because there were so many were police, police officers um and then a man came up to me with a white coat And he said, um, you know, I don't know how to say this, so I'll just say it. Your brother, your brother's dead. Your brother passed away. And I just stood there. It's not what I expected. That's not what I thought I would hear. No. I thought he was sick. I thought he was in trouble with the law. I thought, like, I I was, like, ready to, like, I was a little pissed. uh
1: but then they let us into the room.
0: They said, yeah, you want to see him? I said, OK. So we walk into a room, and there is his body.
1: It was up against the far wall on a stretcher, and his wife was curled up next to him. And his body was, his, his arms, I remember, I touched his arms, cold, like clay.
0: And I had never been in a room with a dead body before like that, especially my brother. And...
1: It was almost like he was just asleep.
0: I remember thinking, like... He's just gonna... I just felt felt like he was still there, like he was sort of watching us. He was just just gonna gonna open his eyes at some time. And my mom was on... My mom had just gone to Florida for vacation she had spent over a month by his side at the
1: hospital literally sleeping day in day out at the hospital with him nursing
2: him through until he was well enough to go home and then and then I arrived I called you from the Chicago Airport I said where is Samir he said mom go to the hospital he's in the hospital I took the the taxi and I said, take me to the hospital. In the same hospital, he was sick and had his heart surgery the year before. I came in I went to the service desk. They said, we're gonna take you to a special room. So there's two nuns came and they took us to the room. They locked the door. They sit and they said, are you Muslim? I said, I'm Muslim. And then she said, ma'am, he's dead. He's in a good place. He's with his God. He's relaxed. You cannot see him now. After ten o'clock, we can let you go. First things in the morning, eight o'clock, this is the number. We're gonna go and let you go see him. And I said, I can't I have to see my son because I am gonna wake him up. And the nun looked at me in my face. She brought, she said, one a minute. She brought the nurse that she saw Samuel when he came. She showed me the report. She said, Maha. He when he arrived the hospital, his heart was a flat. He was dead already. We did not pronounce him until one, but he was dead when he arrived. His heart was a flat, we could not do anything, so he really was dead before he arrived. By the law, legally, he pronounced pronounced one o'clock. So you really cannot do anything. He's a freeze, his blood now is cold, and you cannot wake him up.
0: Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. I want to tell I like, should not
2: you know? Maybe you lose your son, but but maybe you not lie, I should not lie, I should not lie, I should and, and every kid lost in the drug, they have a dream. Maybe their family can, can carry their dream out. Samir didn't want me to go feeling apart because I know he has a lot of a dream, he couldn't do it. I have to do my dream and his dream.